The Hadrian's Folly emerges from E-Drive around a toxic world. It looks like just another stop on the long journey to find Lodestar, and Lucius settles into his seat to wait for the drive to recharge. Before he can become too comfortable, his sensors detect a ship, a cruiser approaching the planet. Tense after a number of close calls, Lucius scans the ship and frowns. Another Ironhawk ship out this way, and it seems to be pursuing a smaller vessel. Narrowing the scanner, he realizes it's an escape pod, fleeing a debris field. Almost before he can register it, an incoming calm plays on his speakers, a woman's voice asking for help. Lucius pushes the folly forward and the ship responds, arcing across space to intercept. The cruiser continues to fire on the pod, but whoever is flying is keeping just ahead of destruction. Lucius dips into the planet's atmosphere and opens the hold, catching the pod. All lights green, he fires the engines, trying to arc away from the approaching cruiser. But a blast from a laser cannon rocks the ship. The power flickers once, twice, and then winks out. As the ship falls, Lucius watches the freedom of space grow distant and wonders, maybe I'm not cold enough to the harsh realities of the forge. Welcome back for episode four of Errant Adventures. As always, I'm your game master and solo player, Steve Morrison. This week, we find out if the Hadrian's Folly survived the descent toward the toxic world below, and exactly just who it was in that escape pod. Please enjoy episode four, Paragon Found. The Hadrian's Folly is falling out of the heavens, descending down towards this uh, tainted world after having rescued this escape pod from an attack by the Ironhawks, which is a faction faction of warriors attached to the clan Eidebren. As the ship is falling, I think Lucius is going to attempt to get it operational again. And in order to do so, uh, because the ship lost power, uh, I think we're going to need to do a quick repair. When you make repairs to your vehicles, modules, mechanical companions, or other equipment, envision the situation and roll. So I think what this is going to look like is he's basically trying to manually... Uh, reset the engines so that they come back on and hopefully the ship does not crash land. So we're going to go ahead and uh, we're making our own repairs. So we're going to roll plus wits. Fortunately, wits are the best thing that I have. 
So let's see what happens. Okay, so I've got a 9 for the action die. I've got a 6 and a 9 for the challenge dice. So we've got a weak hit. So on a hit, you gain repair points as appropriate to the situation per the table. We are under fire, and that gives us one repair point. I think uh, if you are repairing a battered vehicle, first spend two repair points to clear that impact. I think one repair point is going to be enough that uh, we're able to get the engines. He basically is able to fire the thrusters as the ship is coming down so that it uh, doesn't impact the ground really hard. But he's not able to kind of like completely reboot the system so he's able to fly off the planet. The Hadrian's Folly is, is falling and we're coming down towards this planet which... Uh, we already determined last time, has these massive kind of fungal forests. And as it's as the ship is getting closer and closer to the ground, Lucius is fervently working on the, the controls and flipping switches. Remember, there's a ton of switches and gauges, and I think he is essentially like flipping a bunch of them to see what happens. And finally, everything kind of like shuts down, reboots, and just before Hadrian's Folly impacts the ground, he's able to fire the thrusters so that the ship does not crash. However, he is unable to kind of get the engines fully operational again. So he is going to take the ship down, and I think we're going to, at this point, have to face some danger to see if he can find a way to land the ship in a place that is going to be safe and hidden from the cruiser up in the atmosphere above. So I think the that's the 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 risk of failure on this is not so much that he is going to crash land at this point. It's how much time does he have to affect repairs. So I think this is going to be again uh, expertise focus and observation. He's looking out for a good space to hide. He is using his skill as a pilot to maneuver through these sort of like fungal forests and uh, we're gonna see what happens so we're gonna roll plus wits okay so I've got a five on the action die I've got a four and a five on the challenge dice for a weak hit so we succeed but at a troublesome cost so I think what this is going to look like is it's gonna be a little bit stressful as he is threading the needle and flying between these massive, massive fungal trees that are are spewing spores around. And they're probably like sticking to the ship and fogging up his viewport as he's trying to like wend his way through this labyrinth of forest. He is sweating and gripping the controls of the Hadrian's Folly as he's just maneuvering back and forth around and finally he's able to land and shut down the ship and kind of get to a place where he feels pretty confident that they're hidden enough from the Idabren ship up in space. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that they're safe forever, but uh, I think for the time being at least they are in a, a more secure position. So we're going to go ahead and mark down uh, one off of his spirit, which is going to actually take us to one out of five spirit. So he has had a very stressful journey so far. Um, I guess looking at my momentum from last time, I left off at a momentum of seven. So I could have 
burned that momentum to uh, actually get a strong hit on that. But I like the idea of it being kind of stressful to maneuver around. And I want to keep that momentum for later because I think it's going to uh, come into play. Uh, let's take a look at our suffer moves. So endure stress. When you face mental strain, shock, or despair, suffer spirit loss. Uh, and then if your spirit is zero or you choose to resist the stress, roll plus spirit or plus heart, whichever is higher. I'm going to try and endure stress at this point. Because I'm down to only one, I want to see if I can manage to bolster Lucia's spirit just a little bit. As he lands the ship, takes a moment to kind of breathe, and what this involves is him checking over the control panel and doing a quick diagnostic on the ship. And I think if we get a, uh, a hit on this, then we are probably looking at a ship that is intact and okay and if we get a miss then we're probably looking at uh, there being a little bit more sort of repair that needs to be done so hopefully that doesn't happen i have a spirit of one uh so when you roll you roll plus spirit or plus heart whichever is higher so my heart is two my spirit is one so i'm gonna roll plus two with the heart and here we go okay so i have a four on the action die i have a five and an eight on the challenge dice. So we are looking at a complete miss. So on a miss, it's worse than you thought. Suffer an additional minus one spirit or lose momentum. If your spirit is zero, you must also mark shaken, traumatized, or roll on the table below. So this is the risk you take when you choose to resist the stress. And I think at this point, I'm going to go ahead and burn my momentum, which is seven, to uh, essentially exchange my action die of four for that seven. It only gives me a weak hit, but that is going to let me exchange one more momentum for an additional spirit. Because on a weak hit, you are not shaken. You may lose momentum in exchange for plus one spirit. Otherwise, press on. So I'm going to reset my momentum to two, and then I'm going to immediately go ahead and tick one down to one, which is not great for me but it gives me a spirit of two instead of a spirit of one. So I think he looks over this, thinks he sees a problem, uh, double checks the diagnostic, and it's actually not as bad as he was thinking. At this point, his thoughts turn to the escape pod that is hopefully safely nestled in his cargo hold. And I think he sort of unstraps himself and gets up out of the pilot seat and uh, Brutus whirs and lifts off the ground and is following along. I think Brutus essentially follows him wherever he goes. And it's not in combat mode at the moment. So Lucius leaves the cockpit and heads down to the cargo bay and is looking at the outside of this escape pod, which to this point has not opened up. And I think he is kind of scanning it with some of his equipment and there's still a life sign in there, um, but I think that life sign is somewhat weak. So I think he he uses his ship systems to enter uh, to connect to the escape pod's computer, and goes ahead and triggers the opening uh, sequence so that the, the the escape pod breaks open, and uh, he finds in there uh, this woman that he he saw last time. 
And we know something about her already from what we rolled on last time, which is that she uh, is part of a cult. She's looking to uh, make an alliance. And uh, I have an idea for that. And I have an idea for sort of who she is. But as the escape pod peels open, uh, Lucius looks in and sees this dark-haired woman in a blood-covered jumpsuit who's sort of slumped over the, the controls of the escape pod. And as he steps in to like try to help her out, she sort of half wakes up and I think is like blearily eyed looking up at him. And she says, who, who are you? And he says, I, I'm Lucius. I'm Lucius. Don't, don't worry. You're safe on my ship. I pulled you out of there. I am going to help you, but you just need to trust me. You need to not struggle. And he is going to pull her out and uh, is going to, uh, I think he has a very small, very basic med station on his ship and is going to take her over to that. And uh, we're going to go ahead and I think roll on heal. So he is, uh, when you receive medical care or provide treatment, envision the situation and roll. And this is uh, providing care, so it's going to be rolling plus wits. So he drags this woman into the med station on the Hadrian's Folly, hooks her up to the machine, is reading the... the he's looking at the readouts and uh, administering a series of palliatives to help her heal. And uh, let's see how effectively he does that. Roll plus wits. Plus wits is plus three. Okay, so... Ooh, that's close. So I got four on the action die. I got a one and an eight on the challenge dice. So it's a weak hit. On a hit, the care is helpful. If you or the ally under your care are hurt, clear the condition and take or give plus two. Otherwise, take or give plus three health. On a weak hit as above, but the recovery costs extra time or resources. Choose one. Lose momentum or sacrifice resources. So I, unfortunately, I'm going to sacrifice resources because I'm at momentum of one. And if I lose two momentum, I'm going to be at minus one. And things are going to get progressively worse for Lucius at that point. So we're going to go ahead and take the supply down to one out of five. Uh, so that's not great. But because we did get a hit, we are going to successfully heal this woman. And uh, she is going to kind of slowly come back to consciousness as uh, the next like hour goes by as she comes to consciousness she blinks awake and looks around and lucius i think is sitting close to but not like right by the bedside and he's just kind of sitting there arms folded kind of tucked in against himself uh, and he's sort of like swaying a little nervously watching her and uh, I think as she comes out of this unconscious state, she looks at him and she says, uh, you must be the one who saved me. I, I really appreciate it. You, you didn't have to do that. You didn't have to put yourself in danger for my sake. But you, but you did, and I appreciate that. And Lucius looks at her and says... I just I'm just trying to do what uh, what any good person would do as they're uh, as they're passing through and I, I, I don't know what your quarrel was with that uh, with that cruiser but I know the Idabrand by reputation and they don't mess around 
and she sort of smiles weakly and says, "That is that is very true." What's your name? And he says, "Oh, I, I'm I'm Lucius. I, I'm Lucius and uh, Lucius Tarquin, and this is the uh, the Hadrian's Folly." And when he says Tarquin, she kind of squints a little bit, and he says, "I I know, I know. Yeah, yes, the Founder Clan, but I'm not with them like the Iron Hawks or with Clan Idabren." If you have some quarrel with Clan Tarquin, I assure you we're probably closer in that than anything else. I'm just out here. I'm a, I'm a herald. I was on a, a, a mission and uh, came across your distress call. That's it. What's your name? And she says, Adelie. Uh, my name is Adelie. And uh, I'm, uh, I, I appreciate your, your help. And Lucia says, we're 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 on the planet right now but i have my mission to get to but i can i can take you somewhere uh, if you need me to uh, i'd be happy to to help you uh, to get to get out and she says that is very generous of you i am looking for a place called lodestar and lucius kind of his eyes widen as he says oh then you're in luck because I am also heading to Lodestar. And she smiles a little bit and says, then the fates have put you in my path for a good reason. And he kind of looks a little uh, intrigued by that wording and says, "Uh, yes, I suppose they have. Well, anyways, I should get to work making sure the ship can fly. Um, you'll you'll be okay here, and she she nods a little bit, and uh, he gets up and is gonna go and uh, try and make sure that the ship is uh, in working order. I don't think that's going to require a roll because I I think he because of his repair earlier uh, he was able to get the thrusters working. They did not crash land. So I think it's a relatively simple task for him to go through and reset the engines and get them ready to go. Um, so I think the the danger here is going to be when they uh, take off and try to uh, get past the cruiser and get out of the system. So let's go ahead and uh, we're going to face danger on that. Now, before we do that, just looking at my my spirit and my supply, because those are both pretty low, it's maybe it would be a good idea to try and rest up a little bit. And I think because of the good roll that we got earlier, it, there's enough time that uh, we might be able to do a little bit of resting and recuperation and that kind of stuff before we take off. So in order to regain some spirit uh, we are going to take the uh, the heart and move when you socialize share intimacy or find a moment of peace roll plus heart and i think what this looks like is after lucius is done repairing whatever he needs to fix on the engines he goes back and finds uh, adelie in the sort of common area uh, maybe close to the galley and there's this like wonderful smell uh, emanating from the the galley, and he kind of peeks in and is like, "Are are you cooking something?" And Adelie says, "I I was hungry," 
and I thought it might be nice to have a, a warm meal. I hope that's all right that I, I got into your stores. And Lucia says, uh, uh, yeah, of course. Th- I mean, it smells amazing. And I think they sit down and have a, a meal together and a little bit of conversation about, you know, who they are. Adelie, I think, definitely is hiding something. She's not overly forthcoming about uh, who she is, where she comes from. But she is definitely open enough about the fact that she's headed to Lodestar and she was on a ship that was waylaid by this cruiser and was destroyed and she was the only survivor who was able to escape to the escape pods. And in like through this conversation and sharing, I think uh, Lucius gets a little bit of companionship that he hasn't had in in a little while so let's go ahead and take this heart and roll we're going to roll plus heart which is plus two and uh here we go okay (laughs) oh boy uh so i've got a four on the action die i've got a four and a five on the challenge dice which is a miss you take no comfort and the situation worsens pay the price all right well this is not how i wanted that to go But uh, that's what happens when you involve the dice. So I think what happens is all that stuff that I said, except Adelie is is even more distant and a little bit imperious. Like she is acting as though she's a little bit above Lucius. And I think he, he senses that coming off of her pretty quickly. And it reminds him of meals spent with his family members back at home. And he definitely has this, I think, feeling of... Nostalgia is the wrong word. He has this memory of being belittled by maybe siblings or his parents uh, because of his interests. And like he's not interested in the important necessary things that they he should be unlike the rest of the family and he's getting that same sort of vibe off of Adelie and I think it uh it irks him a little bit and he's just kind of finally sort of picks up his plate and goes and just kind of tosses it in the uh sink and uh is just gonna be like well I have some more repairs to do excuse me and uh, I think a little sulkily like storms out And uh, he is going to, I think at that point, go back to the cargo bay and is going to start suiting up because I think the other thing he wants to do is try and see if he can scavenge any supplies. So he goes back to the cargo bay and I think he's going to try and scavenge some supplies from the escape pod. He's going to like see if there are any emergency rations. He's going to take apart pieces of it and see if he can repurpose any of the mechanical bits for his ship. So this is a resupply move. When you attempt to bolster your readiness, envision the opportunity and your approach. We're scavenging, so we're rolling plus wits. So it's plus three. Okay, so I got a seven on the action die. I've got an eight and a three on the challenge dice, which is a weak hit. So uh, on a weak hit as above, which means you can take plus two supply or Uh, Take plus one momentum if I'm looking for a specific item or resource which can reasonably be obtained here. But I must first deal with a cost, a complication, or a demand. 
envision the nature of this obstacle. So we're going to take plus two supply. So that's going to take us back to three. Um, and I think what it is, <laughs> the, the, the complication comes from Adelie following him from the galley and being like, excuse me, what are you doing? That is my property. And Lucius sort of looks at her and says, I mean, I need this stuff. We need this stuff in order to make it to Lodestar. So why don't you just let me do what I need to? And Adelie says, you should ask permission before you start rifling through other people's things. Lucius frowns and just like, look, I need to make sure that this ship can fly. And to do that, I need mechanical pieces off of your escape pod. If you don't like it, I guess you can take your escape pod and head out and I will just go on without you. And I think, uh, you know, he, he, he like has that moment and then stops and is like, look, I'm sorry. You're right. I probably should have asked first. I'm just trying to make sure that we get off this planet and get away from the Iron Hawks without getting shot to pieces. I apologize. Is it okay if I take some supplies from your escape pod? And I think he is going to try and uh, compel her into agreeing to this. So he's trying to persuade her. Uh, I think this is pacifying, encouraging, bartering. Uh, so it's going to be rolling plus heart. Come on, Lucius. Let's get a let's get a hit here. So heart is plus two, and uh, let's see what happens. Oh yes! All right. So we got seven on the action die. We've got two twos on the challenge dice, which means not only is it a strong hit, but it's also a match, uh, which means we get an opportunity. And I, I already know what this opportunity is. I've been kind of trying to drive towards it a little bit, but the dice have not been agreeing. And uh, I think the opportunity here is that Adelie sees that Lucius is kind of under stress, trying to make sure that they get out alive. And she takes a step back too and says, you're right, I apologize. Perhaps we can start again fresh. So first of all, I'm going to take my plus one momentum for the compel strong hit so they do what you want or agree to your conditions take plus one momentum so i'm back up to two momentum woo and then i am going to uh, at this point see if i can make a connection see if lucius makes a connection with adelie because of this shared sort of uh back and forth that little bit of of uh like butting heads and then overcoming that sense of uh, distrust and frustration with each other to try and work together. So we're going to see if we can make a connection. When you search out a new relationship or give focus to an existing relationship, roll plus heart. So again, I've got plus two on my heart. Let's see what happens. Let's see if they make a connection. Okay, so I got a seven on the action die. I've got a three and a nine on the challenge die. So it is a weak hit. So this connection comes with a complication or cost. Envision what they reveal or demand. If unsure, ask the Oracle. So uh, the hit part of this is we create a connection, give them a role and a rank. Whenever your connection aids you on a move closely associated with their role, add plus one and take plus one momentum, which is awesome. Adelie, 
at this point, reveals that she is a paragon. If we go back to the campaign truths of our setting here, we'll remember that uh, supernatural powers are wielded by those rare people we call paragons. And uh, this magic that they wield is not magic in its truest sense, but uh, it is ancient knowledge that is held by secretive orders. And so she reveals to Lucius that she is a paragon of this cult and uh, that she is trying to make it to Lodestar so that she can form an alliance between her cult and the leader of Lodestar, uh, whose name was Nashana Aerith, the person who Lucius is trying to deliver his Aunt Aurelia's message to, and uh, that she is trying to reach there and make this connection, but her cult, her order, if you will, is being hunted by Idebren, and a good portion of them were killed on the ship in space, and she needs to get out of here. She needs to get away from the Ironhawks, and she needs to get to Lodestar in order to form that alliance and be safe. And in a sense, uh, I think she is going to put some of that on Lucius at this point of like, I need you, Lucius Tarquin, to take me there. And uh, do I do I think that this needs to be a vow? Is this something that Lucius is going to have to make a vow to do? to do this. I think so. I think that makes sense. I feel like he might be uh, a little bit, you know, gullible um, in that he uh, likes to uh, stick his nose into things and uh, get himself into trouble by helping out people in need. Uh, but I think that's not a bad thing. So we're going to go ahead and mark another vow uh, and I, you know, it's interesting. I don't know exactly. I don't remember if you can have sort of two concurrent vows. I feel like that might be cheating a little bit. So I think what I'm going to do is instead of making an additional vow, I am going to append my current vow, which is take message to Nashana Aerith, clan leader of Lodestar, and it's a formidable vow. I think I'm going to just append it to say provide safe passage for Adelie as well as take message to Nishana Aerith. So I think they, they since we're going to the same place, we're essentially trying to reach the same person. I think it makes sense that it's just kind of folded in on that same vow. I don't need to, to re-roll a swear an iron vow. Um, I think... It's not going to change the rank of the vow itself. It's still formidable. It's still going to be a bit of a challenge to get there. Uh, but I think the idea of uh, getting her safely there. Now, maybe once that is completed, if we complete it successfully, there's another vow where Lucius agrees to help her in some way, whether that be convince uh, Nishana to allow you know this this order to come and join them or maybe it's to get Adelie back to her order I don't know we'll find out when we get there but I think for now this is just gonna tie in with that current vow all right so I have made a connection with Adelie 
the Paragon, and uh, we've made our repairs and everything, so I think it's time to get off this planet. Secretly, I was hoping they were going to kind of crash land so there would be a little bit more time spent on this planet and uh, needing to affect repairs and maybe explore a little bit. But, you know, the way that's the way the dice roll. And uh, sometimes you have to go where the, the narrative takes you. And I think it makes sense for them to try and escape this place. Now, that being said, trying to escape uh, orbit and get away doesn't necessarily mean that they're not going to end up right back here on this tainted world with its fungal trees. And uh, so, I don't know. Let's find out. So we're going to face some danger to get away. And uh, I think we're going to do so with speed, mobility, and agility. So I think Lucia's plan is to basically just gun the engines, try to get out of the gravitational field of this planet, and then hit the E-drive and get out of there. So we're rolling plus edge. And here we go okay so i got a seven on the action die i've got a four and a six on the challenge dice for a strong hit so we are going to take our momentum up to three which is great and uh hadrian's folly burns up through the atmosphere uh now lucius is no longer alone in the cockpit with uh with brutus his combat bot uh i think Ad adelie is also strapped in there and uh they are racketing up out of the atmosphere they kind of come out of this spore cloud and they see the uh, iron hawk cruiser but it's on like the far side of uh the atmosphere from them so that the cruiser is totally out of position to actually do anything to interfere with their escape and they're able to get up and out of the atmosphere and uh lucius enters a few quick calculations and engages the E-Drive, and boom, they jump off. Uh, and they are away. Which means we can get back to our expedition uh, to Lodestar. So we're going to go ahead and make the move, undertake an expedition. And we're going to, I think, roll plus speed, because we're trying to stay still ahead of the Ironhawks. So we're going to roll plus edge. This is going to be plus two to this roll. All right, we got an eight on the action die. We've got a four and a five on the challenge die for a strong hit. So you reach a waypoint, envision it, and mark progress per the rank of your expedition. So we're going to go ahead and mark another box of progress on our expedition. That takes us to five, and we're going to reach a waypoint. So let's go ahead and envision this waypoint. And I think to do so, we're going to go ahead and take a look at the space sightings. I really, really love this part. I think it's super cool, like, going on this expedition across the stars, and you drop out in each different system, and you get to roll a little little random sort of table, and, and if it's something that interests you, you can go explore it, or if not, you can just move on. And uh, I, think it's, I think it's really cool. So we're in the Outlands still, and here we go. I've got a 35. So 35, Cosmic Matter. All right, so there's a cosmic matter table. So let's go ahead and roll on that. Nine. Uh, asteroids. Ooh. All right, so there's a, an asteroid table. Uh, and we've got uh, 95 on that. So it's a dense field of asteroids. Uh, what are they made of? 92. Uh, rocky. So they come out 
and we see this dense field of asteroids just floating in space. Maybe there's like a nebula or something uh, in the background. And Lucius does a quick scan and sees that they are essentially just rocks. There's nothing valuable that's apparent at this uh, in this asteroid field. And so he kind of looks over at Adelie and then uh, kind of shrugs a little bit and says, I don't know that there's really any reason for us to stay. And she says, no, I, I don't believe so. And uh, Lucia says, all right, well, on to the next. And uh, they spend like maybe an hour or so letting the E-Drive recharge. And then it's off on another leg of the journey. So we're going to, I think, continue to move at speed. Lucius is starting to worry that it's taking too long to get there. And the longer it takes to get there, the more likely it is that either that dreadnought that uh, showed up as he was leaving Rampart will catch up with them. Or now this cruiser that uh, destroyed the ship Adelie was on will also catch up with them. And maybe if things go really terribly, they'll both catch up at the same time. So, <laughs> which would be awful. So we'll see what happens. So I think we're going to continue with speed, rolling plus edge. All right, so I got a five on the action die. I've got a two and a five for a weak hit. So we can reach a waypoint and mark progress. So we're at six progress, but must also choose one. Suffer costs en route. So make a suffer move or two suffer moves. Face a complication at the waypoint. Envision what you encounter. Ask the Oracle if unsure. I don't really want to lose more health or spirit or supply right now so let's go ahead and see what uh, what the complication is so we're gonna again roll on the space sighting got a 67 uh settlement in deep space okay go to our settlement table here what uh what are their what's their population so 30 so 30 is dozens okay so it's a, it's a fairly small deep space settlement um, let's go ahead and, uh, make a first look, see what it looks like. Uh, 19 is defensible location. Okay. So maybe it's actually in a, an adjacent, uh, asteroid field. So like we come out of this asteroid field, we jump back into E-Drive, we come out of another, uh, we come out of E-Drive into another asteroid field and there's this base there. Let's take one more first look. Uh, and that's going to be two. So beautiful architecture. It's this fortress that is built into this asteroid. And uh, it's like the the metal that they used was probably mined in that asteroid field and is gleaming and maybe glittering against uh, whatever the star uh, light that is uh, is on there. And what's our initial contact with them? 45. Wary. Okay. And uh, what's their authority like? 100. Oppressive. <laughs> okay. So we come out and this fortress is kind of looming in the distance on this massive asteroid. And uh, I think as soon as the Hadrian's Folly comes out of E-Drive, ships emerge from this, uh, this fortress and uh, they're like snub fighters. So they're, they're really small, really fast, really maneuverable. And they come screaming across the open space uh, towards the Hadrian's Folly. And uh, as that happens, there's a hail on the comm. And Lucius looks at it and answers it. 
And the voice that comes through uh, on the other side of this hail goes, What's your business in these parts? And Lucius says, I, uh, we're just passing through. I'm, uh, I'm a herald with uh, a data packet that I'm transporting. And we are, we are simply uh, letting our E-Drive recharge. Really? And what is this authority uh, that is so oppressive? All right, I want to go to the theme table and roll on that, see if it gives me any inspiration. 40, hardship. Okay, so I think what it is, is this is a group of miners who maybe broke away from like a larger mining guild and they are out here mining this asteroid field on their own and probably because they broke away from this mining guild they uh, have been under attack from maybe mercenaries of this guild who are trying to essentially force them to come back into the fold because of that they have almost uh, stratified into this very militaristic society where you have your your warriors and uh, the like head miner is essentially a warlord who is uh, effectively ruling with an iron fist to keep his people safe from safe quote unquote uh, from this mining guild. Whether or not the guild is is worth, uh, you know, fighting over, I don't know. But I think what we're faced with is this this voice comes back and says, Well, it looks like you have a serviceable ship, and we need all possible ships. So I'm afraid at this point, your ship must be surrendered to us. And you will join our workforce. And Lucius and Adelie kind of look at each other, and Adelie says, I was not made to mine. And Lucius says, I don't think I want to be a miner either, so uh, why don't we get out of here? And Adelie says, yes, I think that's uh, I think that's a good idea. And Lucius says, uh, so sorry, but uh, we can't stay, and is going to gun the engines and try and outmaneuver these snub fighters i think uh as he does so the voice comes back and says you will regret this so let's find out is he going to regret this uh it's going to be uh speed mobility and agility as we face danger we're rolling plus edge i got a six on the action die i got a three and a five on the challenge dice for a strong hit lucius on the hadrian's folly is able to outmaneuver these fighters and stay ahead of them long enough and like maybe finds a part of this asteroid field where he is able to tuck in and hide from their scanners while the e-drive recharges this seems to happen a lot to uh, lucius as he is on this journey but hey that's what happens and i think the the last thing uh that we see is these snub fighters like flying around and then they return to base and Lucius, uh, after the E-Drive recharges, comes out and flies uh, to an open area where he can engage the E-Drive. And they jump uh, onto the next part of their journey. 
All right, let's do another roll on our uh, exploration. So I think continuing to move at speed plus edge, I've got a five on the action die. I've got a two and a six on the challenge dice. So it's a weak hit. So we're gonna face another complication at the next waypoint, but we get to mark progress. So we're up to seven. I think we might be close to uh, completing our uh, expedition. We'll see what happens after we finish up with this waypoint. So let's go back to our uh, space sightings and I've got 10, which means a stellar object. All right, so we're gonna roll on the stellar object. 41 is a burning yellow star. Okay, and there's some sort of complication here. I'm gonna roll on the descriptor and focus tables to see what this is. So 33, empty. And the focus, 34, is fuel. Empty fuel. <laughs> okay. So here is the complication. The Hadrian's Folly drops out of E-Drive around this burning yellow star. And as it does so, a warning light flashes on Lucius panel and he looks at the the warning as the ship begins to drift he pulls up a, a quick diagnostic and sees that there's a, a tiny tiny hole uh, probably caused by a very micro uh, asteroid or meteor that they maybe ran into during that uh, that close fast chase in the last section and the fuel meter on his display reads zero. And Adelie, who's sitting in the in the chair next to him, says, Lucius, what is it? And Lucius looks at her and says, Well, looks like we're out of gas. Thanks for listening to Errant Adventures. If you enjoyed the show, please tell your friends, family, pets really anybody about it and head over to itunes to leave a review so more people can find me if you want to follow the show on twitter you can find it at errant solo pod thanks again for listening and i'll see you next time <laughs>